All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. It only... You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I'm one of the men in Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hey! 
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD. That will get 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. I was in a dash this morning. My name is Dave Guadrelli, uh, joined as always by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer here on the Canucks Conversation is Alex Allard. Yeah, how you like that, Alex? You got my head straight up again. Okay. I have outsmarted you once again, Alex. Anyways, um, I like this new intro. I like how we're doing things. Uh, I think I'll post on Twitter. I think it's a good one and people should hear it. I was a little bit late. How did the snow affect you, Mr. Lives right next to the building. All good. I heard. Uh, I heard from some people that they they couldn't even make it home last night from the Canucks game. Yeah, well, a handful of media here. members. Yeah. You know, it was Harmon that brought it up on the show he did on Friday. Yeah. He brought it up. He's like, you know, you called me and him money bags and all this stuff. Look at you. Like you show your view every time we do a show. Yep. You're the rich getting richer. No, I don't think so. I, this is all I got. This is all I got right here. <laughs> Just this view, which is nice today. Yeah, look at that. It is. It is really nice. And you know what, yesterday, like, it started to really come down yesterday, as we talked about on the show, mm-hmm. and it was really bad. Like, I, I got home, and oh, it, yeah. was, it was it was awful. But I, I got home, um, I had no problems. Thankfully, I got to leave, like, people saw I was running out of here yesterday at one forty. so, yeah, it was good. It was a good time. I forgot my drink for the show here. Okay, what were you going to have? A Gatorade. And? <clears throat> Well, I got to clear out my throat here. That's the problem. I got. I, got, I think I got to get this Gatorade. You want to talk about a goalie or something? Yeah, go go get your Gatorade. Uh, nothing but professionalism here on the. No, no, no. I'll stay. For no, no. I, I'm just joking around. I want to go get it. I got some intro stuff to talk about here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I like I like seeing this. And uh, shout out to everyone that's uh, tagged us in it. Please do tag us on Twitter when you post it. These uh, the Spotify lists have come out. Yeah, seen these popping around uh, the inter- interwebs and stuff like that. The uh, the Spotify lists. I've seen a couple people tag us in that, listening to us. Uh, quite a bit so that's cool some uh, did i see one today someone listened to like 400 minutes of us or four thousand minutes of us thanks mom no it wasn't it was somebody uh somebody on twitter i don't think your mom's on twitter no she's not no she's not on there although i we made an account for her and the profile photo is like uh old photo of my brother and i because mm. we made it for her but I, I don't know if you know if it's active yet oh okay well, get her back on there. She'll post how much she listens to you. I don't. Right. I, I bet this person listened to it more than your mom listens to. It. I don't think your mom. Listens My mom to doesn't listen at all. Show. Yeah, she. She's like she. I. I go over to her house whenever mm-hmm. I go over there. It will not whenever, but I go over to her house. Bless her heart. But she'll go. Uh, she'll go. What do you do again? Like she oh, has yeah, yeah. a rough idea of what I do, but she's like, someone asked me what you do for work, and I don't really know. How so to you're, answer. no, no, he gets it. He knows yeah. what's up. He, yeah, it was nice to see him last week. Uh, was that last week? Couple weeks yeah, ago. Couple weeks was, ago, uh, saw him for the. I haven't because we used to always do the show there at uh, at Nono's place, but uh, it was nice to get back. And it was very nice. It. You just came to visit him. He was ecstatic about that. I know he really appreciated. Oh yeah, it. I had a good time too. Watched yeah. a little hockey with him. Little That's Oilers right. game. Get the hot takes from Nono. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he he's always got a little one-liner on you. For he he's always got a little zinger about the Canucks. One-liner followed by the weather for the next week. Yeah, you're set. We need to maybe we'll get a clip of that and cut to a clip uh, one day, just like yeah. a, a seven-second zinger from Nono. <laughs> a weekly I would zinger. love that. That would be great. Also, Other thing, go ahead. Today's the thirtieth of November, the last day of November. Quads. Yeah, I have, I have worked out every Seen day. Yeah. Every day I've worked out this month. I'm not working out tomorrow. I can guarantee that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But oh, you know what? It's good. You, I'm happy I did it. We talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're at the point now where you did it every day. You don't have to do it every day to stay healthy. No, you don't true. have to. You you can go like 
Start going three times a week, four times a week, whatever it is. Yeah. You do whatever works we'll for you. Yeah. I, I tell you what, though, I am going to keep going. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to keep going after early in the month, but you do feel quite a bit better. It is good. It's good to get the blood pumping and uh, and stuff like that. Plus, I also I find that there's a nice slot for me to go to the gym after we do the show because we will finish. It's 145. I got to post a podcast. I got to carry the show, all everything, <laughs> start prepping for tomorrow. But about 2.30... 2.30 to, to kind of 3.30 area. It's a good little time. And it's dead. That's a good time to go to the gym, 2.30, 3.30. Yeah, absolutely. Final thing before we get going on the Canucks here. Uh, well, well, hang on. Final okay. thing. In the ch- chat likes my hat. My girlfriend does not. She is watching the show, and she texts. She texts me. I don't know why she's not in the chat. She I always tell her she needs to jump in the chat. But uh, It looks she, like one of those dogs with the floppy ears. Well, she doesn't like it. I, I wore this to Ikea, and she was not impressed. She oh, did man. not really like this. Yeah, but actually, I, I wear it out. I I'll like tell it. you what, though, too. It looks worse on camera than it does in person. Like, it's I'm a nice-looking hat. No, it looks better in person. Yeah. The cam doesn't look very great. But, uh, yeah, the camera doesn't give it, uh, doesn't give it any uh, help there. That's for sure. Well, the problem... It's not, I don't think it's a problem, but I wear this big coat that has... This is all fake fur, by the way, just to be clear. Okay. Uh, but it has this like co- fake coyote fur, mm. and when I wear it, I have the hood like pushed up right... like It's like flush, so it basically looks like I'm just wearing like two pelts. I think it Like makes a me lion look, mane almost. Yeah, it makes yeah. me look like a trapper, I think. So Okay. I think it's cool. Yeah. I like this hat. It, it's very warm. It must be warm, yeah. It's super warm, and it, you know what? Twenty five bucks. Really? Twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Got it on Walmart? sale. Nope. The Bay. The it's bay. a London the fog, good. baby. It's a London fog. The only thing I've ever bought from the Bay and Warren was my. Uh, I brought bought my uh, sunglasses that I wore to prom there. I bought those at the Bay. That's the only thing I've ever bought from the Bay that I've worn. I, I bought sunglasses at the Bay. The Bay's I've got also, good stuff. I've bought cups from the or glasses. I think you call them because they're it was glass. So I bought uh, glasses from the Bay. That was a good little buy there. I remember getting some some deals over there back in the day. If when you I, can figure can I tell out another story about working at the at the mall at the AW, I got a good Bay story. Sure. Okay. So when I was working at Woodgrove Mall, I used to manage the AW there uh, in Nanaimo. Shout out Woodgrove Mall. You've been good been mall, there. big yeah, mall, it's nice a good mall. mall. It's a good yeah. island mall. So I used to so for like this one month of the year, it was crazy. This one month there was like this lady who kept lighting fires in the bay. She would go to like one of the the clothing sections and she'd walk in there with I don't know gasoline or something. She'd cover like one of the, like you know the round things that have a bunch of clothes on them, like a clothing rack, yeah. but like a round one. She would put all this gas on it, light it, and run out. And she did it like three times in probably like a, a month or like a six week stretch. It was wild because like the whole mall would have to clear out because it was like a good size fire, like a, a round thing of clothes here that's the just thing. an arsonist so yeah. did they ever catch her i think they did because are you that or she just stopped like maybe maybe she got away <laughs> with it but i know it was uh yeah it was a girl that was doing it and uh it wasn't it wasn't good it was wild the, the whole mall would clear out and we'd oh, have on. to we'd have to get out no they would they'd clear they'd get no, everyone i, I don't mall. doubt it i just think i'm like come on i've been to that mall that's a little extreme but i guess you're liable yeah. if it grows well, the base big yeah it's a big yeah, one there that's true but it was crazy yeah it was like three fires in a, in a handful of weeks there it was it was wild chat is loving my hat i just wanted to point out yeah. uh okay let's get to Actually, it here. Hey, can we, who, whoever does the polls i don't know who does the polls i don't know if it's i don't think it's alex uh, alex is snoozing he puts me up sideways all the time but uh whoever does the polls do we like quads as bangs or this hat that, <laughs> that's a that's a good little poll question tell, both. Uh, tell the uh Folks at Atlas Goods, that's our next poll question. 
Did you see? This hat look, or bangs? Look, I don't want to poke fun at other shows, but we're friends with those guys. Did you see Donnie and Dolly's poll question today? No, I, I haven't. <laughs> I've been working all day. It was it was like, what interested you more yesterday, the snow or the Canucks game? Oh, gosh. I was like, oh, geez. The snow probably ran away with that one, right? Uh, yeah, the snow did run away with it last I checked. Uh, good the guys. best video I saw. Good guys the over there, Donnie Dolly. That was done with love. Yeah, we'll see about that. We like Donnie. Um <laughs> What did you see the one video? The best one that I saw was that guy running like up the highway. It was one of the bridges. He was running yeah, up the, the highway. Rocky. And yeah. then that guy started playing the Rocky music as this guy's running through the snow on the highway, like the, the bridge going over. That was incredible. Was but, it just uh, me? It's cleaned up and I'm going out to Abbotsford tonight, so I'm not super worried. I feel like the roads have gotten better. You'll like, be fine. I'm looking at the roads out here and, and come on, like there's not uh, No, you're these fine. roads are clear. Okay. It's be good. You're also in downtown Vancouver, to be clear. Well, the roads are the roads don't look this good everywhere else. Like you know, this is also a main road that we're looking at, but the side streets you got to watch out for. My You'll friends, be fine on your drive to back, My friends and family back on the island, they had it bad. Show oh, yeah. People on the island had it bad. And, and it, it, really hit, bad. it hit early, and it didn't stop uh, as quickly as it stopped here. But that was the problem yesterday. We saw it a little bit on the screen. The, the snow was it was so windy. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes you get the snowfalls just soft and gentle. No, this hurt your eyes. Like a mother's touch. But, no, this, this one was, it was blowing up. It was coming up uh, in. That's the problem. With, it was going underneath my beard in my walk to the to work yesterday. Okay, we're approaching the ten minute mark here. We final, don't do final, this. Okay, I know, but this is hockey related. You, did you see this last night? The Kings and Kraken. Holy yes. cow! A nine eight overtime win for the Kraken. Are you kidding me? Halfway through the game, it was six five. I think. Uh, and I was just paying. I think I when I looked, it was like eight minutes to go in the second period, and I believe it was the Kraken up seven five. Yeah, it was. at that point, and I, I saw the interview. I was watching uh, the Sportsnet, uh, what's it, the, whatever Sportsnet Central was that? What it was called the yep. the update show at the end of the night, and they asked, uh, I forget which player it was. <laughs> this is not a great story, but uh, I watched it last night, and they were just like, "Yeah, that was a that was a really hard game to play in." And I was just like, "Yeah, I bet." Like, imagine how bad the coaches feel after that. But uh, you come out, you score nine goals. That's a, that's a fun one. That's okay, a so really fun game. I don't think there's going to be a game where we see more goals than that all season long. I bet on that. Basically, the breakdown that way, that way. of that game was there was basically like three forwards, and two defensemen that didn't get points on each team. Wow. Alex Edler was oh, one of poor the... poor guy. I know. Guy just can't catch one. Uh, Alex Edler was one of the players on the Kings who didn't have uh, a goal or a point for, but of those players that didn't get a point on the Kings, he was the only one that didn't have a negative plus minus. So there's that. And plus minus is going to be a theme on today's show, folks. Oh, uh, oh yeah. We're getting to that later. Um, on Seattle... Jaden Schwartz, uh, Yanni Gord, and Brandon Tanev were the only forwards that didn't get a uh, didn't get a point. And Ryan Donato, Hold excuse on. me. I, the Nation Network person. I just looked at the chat here. No, no needs her own segment. Look, not everybody's Italian. Okay, for those for those of you that don't know, Nonna. That's pro- is you know who that grandmother. is. I, you know, I'm gonna. I bet it's that's fr- a- I bet that's freaking your M truck over there. Hey, from he does the a good job. Boys, I bet that's Although, him over there. I I do have to say, him shutting down the beat cast. Over Ooh, at Oilers yeah, Nation. There's a That's lot of drama yeah. in Edmonton right now. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, everybody should be emailing Tyler your complaints. Also, yeah, complaints about, the- about this podcast, go ahead and email those to him too. Yeah. Let's uh, put his email. Pull it up on the screen. Yeah, now. let's, let's pull up the Tyler's emails. <laughs> put a link in there too, actually. Why not? <laughs> All right, let's get to the Canucks. Uh, we've been avoiding it for long enough. Uh, that was a horrendous game last night. Yeah, uh, was. that was was that the worst game of the season for the Canucks to to watch? Like, I, I mean, I think they looked probably a little bit more defeated against the Sabers in that home opener. But I tell you what, coming back on the after winning the whole road trip, you know, sweeping the road trip, coming back, that was a tough watch to beat. Even in the built, like I was 
I, I had my phone going the whole time playing the Abbotsford game, and like uh, you know, it was kind of hard to continue watching that game almost after almost after the first period. It just felt like the Canucks were defeated after the first. period. It felt like there was a couple of really quick scoring chances for the Capitals, and they didn't they didn't score until like it was a it was what like eight minutes in maybe when Ovechkin scored that goal, maybe six minutes something like that. Like you know, they were scoring chances before that before Ovechkin got his first, and then. It just felt like the Canucks were always, to me, it felt like they were just a step behind the whole game. Like, it felt like they were really just like a step behind. The passes weren't there, or it's almost like they were just missing a guy in the right spot. Like, last night felt like the structure of breakouts was a big problem. And just how they were breaking the puck out, it didn't feel like they could ever gain a step on a guy when they were trying to enter the zone. They couldn't gain that step. They couldn't be first to pucks. They just, it didn't look, it was it was a poor performance. And I think everybody talked about it in the post game, whether it be Bruce Boudreaux or the players that we talked to, they were outworked. That was a thing. They were just outworked last night by that Capitals team who, like the Capitals, they haven't had a good start this season, below 500, I think, up to this point. So they were desperate to get a win. Now you're going to have a team like Florida who just lost a couple in a row too. They're coming in here. They're going to be desperate to get a win. The Canucks need to really be desperate to get their own win here. They they can't just, you know, do these get like if they want to get back into things and get back into the conversation, they really need to be desperate. They need to to go out there and win like they did last year when Boudreaux first came in here. That's what they need to do to really get themselves into the conversation and um, I don't know where you want to start, but I'll, I'll say this. I'll bring up this stat as we get going. We'll get to Patterson, I think, in a second. But the Canucks had four high-danger chances in 50 minutes of five-on-five. Five. They had four high-danger shot attempts. So like, let's play a little game. Oh, my goodness. Let's play a little game. Let's okay. contrast, compare and contrast. Remember doing that in school? No. What the Canucks did in their wins on the road and what they didn't do last night. I'll start. Something that comes to mind is with Vegas, that Vegas game, Spencer Martin shut the door early. Vegas came out firing in that game, if you recall correctly. Mm. And that one could have got blown open very early, similar to how last night's did. Remember, Ovechkin scored, I think, his first goal within the first five minutes and second goal uh, very shortly after. It was before the like eight-minute mark of the period, uh, eight minutes remaining. That yeah, is. but there was a couple scoring chances before. Like Spencer Martin made a really good save hey, like two minutes absolutely. into the game. Absolutely. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not trying to say Spencer okay. Martin was the problem at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. Is like, oh, well, if Spencer Martin makes that save, maybe the second one, sure. Maybe if Spencer Martin makes that save, again, his own words, that's one he really wants to have back, mm. and he was really... Really, um, frustrated with himself. He took a lot of ownership last night. I believe the exact quote from him uh, was that he puts a lot of that loss on himself. Um, yeah, I think he, he talked about him needing to be better and goalies in, a, in the spot that goaltenders are in. They need, to, and this, you know what? This sounded right out of the Ian Clark handbook where, you know, the way, the way that Ian Clark talks about goaltenders and how they're such a special position that does so much different than a player where a position player does. Like, you heard that exact, like, quote that I've heard Ian Clark talk about in the past of, like, you know, you need to be a little bit better in that situation. I don't think Martin was bad either. Like, I, I just think that, like, it, it was the Canucks, man. It was the team. The team didn't uh, shut anything down. Like, it, it, they just felt a step behind the whole game. And I think that was a really unfortunate game to watch because it just it sucked. And uh, well, Yako brings up here, I woke up at 5 a.m. to enjoy that piece of art, he says, in the chat. And that's, uh, yeah. You compare more of that game. Like, you didn't really go off what I said, but Spencer Martin, right? We, we talked about, yeah, you, you know, he took accountability, all that sort of stuff. So that's one thing that didn't happen in the game. I'm not saying that the loss was on Spencer Martin. I'm saying when the team was winning games, 
Spencer Martin was really good, especially early in that game against Vegas. That's the one I'm pointing to. Now, right. another thing that happened on that road trip was Elias Patterson got used in a matchup role. That not that line that remains nameless, a Canucks Army commenter called it the Expo line. I really like that one. Um, I thought it was the St. Petersburg line. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're not getting into this. Why the uh, Expo line? It's the West Coast Express is the train. You know the train that goes from uh, waterfront to Mission? People keep telling me about this West Coast Express thing. I think it's an urban myth. I, I haven't seen it. I've I've looked it up one time and it wasn't running, so I don't know if this it's is, real or not. This is the most typical, like ivory tower downtown liver. What are you talking yeah, about? You you don't know. Keep Dude, my liver out of this. Us uh, us hardworking people, we take the West Coast Express. Yeah, right. You don't know what the West Coast Express is. I, I do. I'll explain it to you another time. But anyway, I'm not getting into that line. What I'm trying to say here is that line was really good. That line was really good on the road. They were really bad last night. And again, hardly their fault, I'd say. Like, uh, there was people, you know, just slagging on Pedersen. He was a minus five on the night. Some notable names. I think mm. it was J-Pat that tweeted this. Uh, that were also minus fives in their Canucks career. Erica Branson, Lucas Spiza. Not company you really want to be with if you're Elias Pedersen. Uh, Elias Pedersen was clearly frustrated with himself uh, last night. And I, I, I have trouble erasing all the good that he did on the road trip where we talked about how, hey, this is one of the best lines in hockey. Uh, they're playing a great matchup role right now. Elias Pettersson in particular is doing a very, very good job of that. Guy's up against the best goal scorer of our generation last night, right? And he got they got caved in. Like, there's going to be times like that right now. And again, you know, the thing I keep coming back to is it's so hard and just weird, really. Like, weird's the only word I feel like I can use to talk about this team on a day-to-day basis. Like, doing things day-to-day, as the old management regime did for us, like, it's a Jekyll and Hyde-type deal with this team right now. And one day you have this take, and then the second day, it's the complete opposite. So the truth is somewhere in the middle, Yeah, how many years have we talked about consistency being a problem with this team, though? And you know what? It's been the years of this core being together. Like, consistency is... That's what it comes down to. Like That's what it comes down they've to. They've had things in the past where it's like, hey, 5-on-5 five five scoring was a struggle like two to three years ago. The defense has been a struggle for what feels like like six years. But the thing through it all with this core has been the consistency, I think. That's the thing. Like, yeah, they can go on a great 15-game stretch of, of games. But, like, having a couple of those throughout the season gets you into the playoffs if you have some really good 15-game stretches. Yeah, it does. But you've got to be a consistent team to actually be something in the playoffs. And I think that's what this core is lacking. So yeah, this core is lacking a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. Again, we we've talked about it. There's pieces to build around, right? Mm-hmm. Like again, we've been saying that the turnaround's coming for a while, but what you don't want to see, and you can enjoy the turnaround. We were enjoying the wins on the yeah, road. They Are you were, kidding it, me? This it's fun to watch blast. them win. Yeah. Absolutely. But the only thing is you have to keep in mind, again, this is all comes back to, it's weird to talk about them on a day to day basis. Because you have to keep in mind, like, oh, wait, but then there's this problem, this problem, this problem. It all comes back to the holes, Chris. All comes back to the oh, holes. Oh, God. Uh, Yako Rakola jumped in the chat and said, uh, would it be fair to say that the difference between Demko and Martin's play has not been as significant as it has been made out to be? Yeah, I've been saying it for a while. I, I said it really loudly on yesterday's show. I got some heat for that, too. But, yeah, like, I, it's not as it's not as different as people think. Like, it does come down to goal support. In the end, Martin's gotten great goal support. He didn't get it last night. Yeah. Again, uh, there's no... like that, That's why yesterday even I said there's no goalie controversy. Anybody who's trying to throw a goalie controversy out there, it's just like, I get it. Like, 
you you want something to talk about. I completely understand it, but there's no goalie controversy. And last night was a great example of why there's not a goalie controversy in this market right now. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens with Demko. We'll get to that later on the show. Demko's That's, getting the next start. I got some questions start. for De- you. Sorry. I know you like what would you do with. I know you yeah. like that. We're gonna well, get well that hang on a sec, because Demko's getting the next start. Yeah, At worst, start they're going to alternate. I think we're close to seeing Demko getting back-to-backs again in no time. Like Martin, you know, give him credit. Martin started the second of a back-to-back and then started the game after that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think we're past that. I don't All think right. that's going to happen again. Quick stats before we move on here. Pedersen line, they controlled 15.64% of expected goals in that game and had a 15.38 Corsi. They were absolutely getting crushed in their own zone. And like you said, Pedersen on the ice for all five goals against. Alex, can you pull this one up, the home record for the Canucks this season? Like the, the Canucks haven't been good this season, right? Obviously, like they're, you know, say what you want about them, like potentially being in a playoff spot. And actually, I want to get to that in a second. But the third worst team in the NHL right now at home when it comes to points percentage. Uh, they've also only played nine games, so they need to get on a little bit. They're going to get a run here of a lot of home games. They they got to play better than they have so far this season, picking up only seven points in those nine games. Um, so that's unfortunate. But here's th- this was talked about a little bit at the rank today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So just when the Canucks like start to get into the conversation, right? How many times do they fall out? As soon as they're just about to get in that conversation, right? They just fall. It happened last year multiple times, like multiple <laughs> times when they were making a they're run. They're 1.0. Just when they're 1.0. But look at, to me, like, when you're when you're that close, I think you can be carried by something, right? Like let's talk about it with like the the Flames and the Oilers. They were in that little mix with the Canucks there, yeah, like three days ago, right? What do the Oilers have that's going to carry them through that? What's the Oilers thing that's going to carry them through? What is it? What's the Oilers' biggest strength? Connor McDavid. Yeah, so Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle, they're going to carry you out of that. With the Flames, what's their biggest strength? Like coming out of there. Um, if they want to get out of that mushy middle, what what's the Flames' best thing? Do you think to get out of there? Probably Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, they're defending. I'd say like their their whole defense core, their goaltending, yeah. their their way of their style of play, their defensive style of play under their coach. Like, so what's the Canucks thing that's going to get them out of there? 
Thatcher Demko. It would be to me. It would be yeah. It would be the goaltending and the power play. Right, the power yeah. play being the best in the league, and the goaltending being the best. And you're right. Like I say, Thatcher Demko, and that's very true for the Canucks. Jacob so, Markstrom isn't as true for the Flames. You're so, right. Like so the defending is the big thing. For and the this Flames. is what I say with these three teams that are right there, all together, really close in points. A few days ago, which one are you the least confident in right now? Are you not confident in Connor McDavid being able to carry a team? Are you not confident in the Flames' defense? Are you not confident in the Canucks' goaltending and power play? To me. The power play you feel pretty good about. Do you feel good about the goaltending of the Canucks right now? Not incredibly. I still think it's going to turn around. I think it is like, going I think, to. I think Demko's going, going to turn around in a big way. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we're going to get to a point this season. Demko would have to be on a huge run to really get him back into the Vesna conversation. It's going to take a lot of really good games for Demko to get back into that conversation. I He might be out of it already. We're a quarter way through the season, and I don't think he's anywhere near the conversation of a top three goalie in the league. Yeah, obviously. And I think that's what they need if they want to be a playoff team. They need that, and they need special teams, and their special teams has let them down on the penalty kill yep. throughout the season. So I'm feeling a lot more confident about the strengths in other teams right now than it would be with the Canucks and their strengths to kind of pull them through these tougher situations or, or situations that aren't even like tougher, just spots where you need points. I feel a lot more confident in those other two teams' ability to, to separate themselves, and the Canucks, I feel like, to separate themselves. And that's why you look at that spot where the Canucks are in – that's why I don't, if, to me it's, it's why it always happens. They get to that spot where they're like in the conversation and that's where the other teams show that they're just better. Like that's when they separate themselves. Yep. We saw it last year, like near the end of the season when it felt like they were just making the push. Then they lose a couple, couple tough games and then they're just, out they of lose the at home one, nothing to Detroit. Yeah. That's they, what you're trying to say those type of games. Like I'm sorry, but that doesn't happen. If you have, you know, Connor McDavid in your lineup, he doesn't allow that to happen. And the Canucks power play can do so much. I think it's their best strength. I, I think it's the best thing on their team. Oh, for three last night. When, exactly. So there's a perfect example of it. Like, I think that's the thing that's going to be able to pull the Canucks out or pull the Canucks into win streaks is the, the special teams and the goaltending. And I just don't feel as confident as I do in what the other teams have to pull themselves out of those mushy middles. And that's not like, I, I had to explain this so many times, but when we talk about the goaltending right now, it's not a criticism of the Canucks goaltenders. It's a criticism of the roster that's been constructed in front of them that allows some of the most, you know, highest of danger chances in the league, right? Like to me it's like it's the most dangerous team to play behind. Yeah. Like it, exactly. it has to be. If the, you want if you want to get a big payday unreal. as a goaltender, don't play for the Canucks. No, I'm like But I, hey, Jacob Markstrom did it. Yeah, and lately I've been watching a lot more hockey around the league and it's like I, I I see them defend so much better. They just like the Canucks sometimes just they they just get skated right through to the net. Yeah, and when you other watch teams do yeah. a really good job of not allowing you to just drive to the net like that. When you watch other teams, you really start to see like, oh, you're not supposed to be able to just skate there. No, or you should win that board battle, or you should come up there. You shouldn't retreat. A lot of different things that happen when you don't watch Canucks games. No, and I think that's the thing. Like the Canucks, sometimes when they do it well, they they have success, like they did on the road trip. Like they, it felt like they didn't allow teams to go. And yesterday just felt different. It felt, uh, and that's the thing. The consistency, the same thing that's killing me. Can we get to the new lines real quick? Yeah, get to uh, it just quickly because I think we'll, we'll touch on this a little bit more tomorrow ahead of the the game against the Panthers. Uh, we got uh, some changes at the top, as I tweeted out here. Because uh, I know I flipped it. You know, I see Batch out there. He's like, I tweet the lines as I see him. I told him I'm going to flip it. My top line now is, is Pedersen, Kuzmenko, Mikheyev. And I know they got ripped last night, but this is my top line now. This is how I'm tweeting out the lines. Pedersen's line, he's number one now. You don't do it in the order they skate? You just no, fire them off? I, I, this is my, that's what I said to Batch. I said, I'm going to start doing it differently now. Good. Because I think that's the first line. If you're going out there, 
and you're in a tie game, which line are you putting out there? Putting out the Pedersen line. Or are you putting out this new look line of JT Miller, Ooh. Bo Horvat, and Brock Besser, who is in place of Niels Hoaglander? Yeah, Besser was uh, he was excited to get with these guys. He was saying, like, those two guys are absolutely buzzing, and he knows this is a big opportunity for him. Brock Besser playing with Horvat and Miller. I think, I think so. Huglander was good. Let's see what happens here. Huglander scores a goal in yesterday's game against Demoto. That's a tough look for him. You wrote it in Scenes from Morning Skate today, which I, I've yet to actually post. I'm going to get going on that as we do the show. But mm-hmm. you wrote that Jack Stadnika was on that third line with Sheldon Dries and Niels Huglander, and that Connor Garland looks like he might be the guy well, as the odd man out. Yeah, they were rotating, but Stadnika was taking first reps. So he was out there first, then Garland took the second. I also noticed like in some drills, like those three were standing beside each other. Garland was kind of off. Uh, on the end there, kind of with like the, the Dermot situation. So I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Garland gets a scratch. I know Boudreaux, his, uh, when Boudreaux calls a player too cute, they don't stay in the lineup for long. And last night, Bruce Boudreaux called, uh, said Garland's been too cute lately. Garland has been too cute lately. Like, I, I know, I know he gets, you know, he gets all the love from the analytics people. And I, I'd be curious to see what it is this year because I, I don't want to just put words in people's mouths. But like last year, you know, the analytics community loved them some Connor Garland. He was the Canucks' most valuable player to a lot of them, right? Yeah. And again, we, we we both like analytics. We both read about him. We both pay attention to him, right? But when you watch Connor Garland play, it's different than what you're being told by the nerds. <laughs> I don't want to call them the nerds. It'd be I, nice to the nerds. Out there. I'm just joking. Michael Lou does a really good job with our uh, analytics based post Mike a nerd. Yeah, it, it's more so. This is just me t- using our show to air grievances at JD Burke. Um, which I'm sure a lot of people will really like, but uh, that could be a whole episode. Yeah, that could be a whole episode. It's just uh, JD and I always go back and forth. Aside, yeah, aside from the forward groups. Uh, sorry, sorry to close my point and yeah, not just ahead. make it me slagging Garland <laughs> and JD. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Garland's the odd man out. Do I think he should be out in place of Jack Stadnika? Probably not. But Vasily Podkolzin's in the minors right now, and I think he'd be the guy uh, that probably should slot into the lineup. Yeah, and Sheldon Dry's starting not. to cement himself a little bit hey. you know what i thought about this was with sheldon dries okay so, so yesterday i had this thought in the press box watching sheldon dries play sheldon dries feels like you know in like the late 90s and early 2000s when like baseball players were doing a lot of steroids yes and they gain that little 10 percent, and then they're like they extend their careers or become better players i feel like sheldon dries like needs that little 10 percent boost like i'm not saying <laughs> he should do steroids but like in the situation where a lot of these guys in the MLB just needed that little boost to extend their careers or Barry Bonds needed that little boost to hit 73 home runs, like if you could give Dries that just like a 10% boost to his skill, he, he would be a really good player. But it just feels like he's a half step behind certain times. He's can't quite make the pass, gets pushed off a little bit too much. Like if he only had that 10% better play, like he would be a really good NHLer, I think. If, if he had that just that – if he was 10% better at everything – Sheldon Dries would just be a, a perfect 3C. But, like, right now, he's holding his own, I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He, you know what? They were winning all those games with him. Last night yeah, didn't help the Dries record, but whatever. You, you keep him in. I like know. him. Good dude. I like Sheldon Dries. And, uh, like, that's the thing. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. But, like, when is Curtis Lazar moved back to center? Because we had that one mm-hmm. practice where... Curtis Lazar played center, and Bruce talked about the importance of getting him back at center. We just haven't seen it since. No, I, and, and you know what? I don't think it's far away because I think Studnik is going to slot like in Bruce, the fourth line. Bruce doesn't mind him in that spot on the fourth yeah. line, right? And so I, I don't think it'll be long. If they struggle again, I, I think that's maybe the next move here. Yeah. Um, but actually, we'll talk about the defense score right now before we get to the next thing. Um, quickly, uh, Stillman skating with Tyler Myers. 
Kyle Burrow's out on the outside looking in. He was skating with non-contact. Uh, all, go, all goes back to that. Uh, it's hard, it's weird to cover this team day to day because I've yeah, lost the energy. Day-to-day. I've lost the energy no, to be like Kyle Burrow should be in the lineup because no, like he should be, but he hasn't been spectacular either. What do you really have to lose putting Stillman no, in? I just I look at it and I'm like, hey, that's that wasn't the problem yesterday. Kyle Burrow's wasn't the problem. Yep. I don't know if that's what what that's the thing. It's like, do we? I don't want to yell about Riley Stillman anymore. Exactly, I, and the, I don't think anyone in the chat even. thinks And Riley it's Stillman's a nice guy. We've talked about no, it before. exactly. Nice guy. All right, so that's the thing. We'll just, we'll just like graze over it. Like we'll see Stillman yeah. probably play against Florida tomorrow. You read the lines. Good job. Let's get and to we'll the. See what, uh, he looks w- like. what would you do with? Yeah. You've prepped this. Yeah, I have here. Um, all right. First question. For you, Quads, I know you like the what do you do with thing. You love this segment. It's your favorite it's segment here. It's by show. my favorite writer, Stefan Roger, Canucks Army. Check it out. Wait, this is Stefan's thing? Yes, this is Stefan's thing. Did you really not know this? Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. You know what, Alex? Get to Abbotsford. Screw it. We're oh, skipping Oh, come this. on. We're give me one. What give me do. one. What would you do? All right. I forgot this is Stefan's thing. Whatever. Damn it. Let's go. Hurry up. All right. Freaking this Roger guys everywhere. Let's go. Vasily Pod Colson and Jack Rathbone's time in the AHL. What do you need to see from them in the AHL or see from them from something else in the NHL to get either of these players back? Get Rathbone killing penalties. Get Pod Colson killing penalties. Make these guys complete players. You know, he was like the third set of forwards to go out there. I was a little surprised by that. And he wasn't on the power play. Pod Colson. I'm a I'm out there tonight. Me and Colton, we're gonna have a talk. Well, <laughs> It's just like, what, what do you even say to that? Like, what do you, like, I get they have their power play. And again, well, they got Lane Peterson, man. That life guy, in yeah, the AHL is all about your guys moving all the time. But I don't know. I just feel like if you have this guy who's a pretty clearly an NHL player, wouldn't you want him? Anyways, I'm not, we're not getting so, into it. We're not questioning Abbott's for lineup decisions. If it were me, you tonight. ask what would you do? What would you do with? I would skyrocket it. You give Pod Colson 25 minutes a night. Get yeah. these guys playing. Like, from a developmental standpoint, and also Abbotsford winning game standpoint. So the other part of the question, is it more about what happens to them in the AHL or what happens to the NHL team when they call it, get called up? Is it more about the NHL or the AHL play? I mean, both. It's Like, if there's an injury at the NHL level, they'll get called sure. up. But for Rathbone, like, Rathbone's not getting in this lineup for a while, I don't think. Like... I don't know. I think you need to see a lot more from Jack Rathbone than what you've seen this year. And, and he needs to play. Like, let the guy play. Just mm-hmm. let him play. Yeah. He got laid out last night, too. Uh, Chase Waters steps up. that him. big Chase Waters, our uh, friend of the show. Yeah. He hurt his hand. I don't know what's... I'll finger out what's going on with him today. Um, you say I'll finger out? Don't worry about it. Um, what would you do with... That's your Demco starts. You can pull this one up, Alex. The December schedule. Pull it up, Alex. Uh, so there are a lot of days off here. In December, right? We've uh, we've talked about this before. We brought this up. The day's only one set of back-to-backs. Is it time to let Demko kind of go off here and, and get into that rhythm? That I think that might... Is that the thing that's missing from Demko's game? Giving him that rhythm? Look at all these days no, off here we got. That's not the thing that's like, missing. They, so gave him, they gave him the chance, and he didn't do it. So you have to do exactly what the organization said they're going to do. And when I say the organization, I mean Bruce Boudreaux. Obviously, uh, you know, he's consulting Ian Clark, and they work together on these decisions, but... What Bruce Boudreaux said was basically that, yeah, like Spencer Martin's going to start tonight. He said this yesterday. Yeah. But it's not like Martin's going to start eight in a row. It's, you know, easing Demko back in to the point where he's the guy. I think from here on out, you alternate starts until Demko starts to pull away. Because, again, like, like, like I said earlier, I think the difference between the two guys, there's been a lot made of it. 
Uh, and I think it's been blown a bit out of proportion simply because the Canucks have won more games when Martin's in net. Yeah. So, again, you see last night kind of, uh, I guess, it even out a little bit more. I'd like to see them split starts so thir- for, for a few games here. 13 games in December. Yeah, it's too hard Here's to what say. I'd like to see. Nine, nine games of Thatcher Demko. Four games of Spencer Martin. You got the back-to-back, so they're going to split that. But, like, you look, and they play Florida, then a day off. Arizona, day off. Montreal, day off. San Jose, then two days off. Then Minnesota, three days off. Calgary, two days off. Winnipeg, day off. St. Louis, two days off. Then that back-to-back. Then three days off. Like, there's a lot of these two and three days off where that should not be an issue. I think Thatcher Demko should get in, like, nine games this month. And I know, you know, everyone's really liking Martin, and I I like Martin, too. One of my favorite people to talk to on this team. But... You, you got to get, like, if this team really wants to start doing something and make somewhat of a push and be able to, you know, get into the conversation once again or stay into the conversation, whatever you think, you got to get Demko going. I, I think nine games out of the, out of the uh, 13 this month. You I'd say play him eight there. and five is probably what I would set it at, but if Demko bounces back the way that the Canucks are hoping, the way the way the Canucks are hoping he will and the way I think he will, uh, I'm saying Thatcher Demko gets closer to what you're saying, the nine, nine okay. mark. Last one. Okay. Craft dinner. Do you put milk in there or no milk when uh, you're making craft dinner? No, I don't actually. It's just butter. Just butter? Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. I don't make craft dinner though. Annie's. Yeah, I had Annie's last Annie's night actually. Solid. It's good. But I, my, I like the craft dinner that you make once in a while. Yeah, no, I I, I like craft my my stepbrother and stepsister, they they put milk. They put so much milk in that that it's almost like a soup. It is, it's so gross. Yeah, I don't like that. And like, I can understand if you do a just like a splash, right? Just like a splash of milk in there. That's cool. But to me, you don't need it. You just you use the butter. I think that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know what the box says. The box might say to add milk. I don't it does. It's like it a, it, like but it's like a, a tablespoon. tablespoon. Of, so like people really that pour it in it. there and they get it all. Like, come on, what are you doing? No, it's it's incorrect. It's incorrect and it's offensive. Okay. It is. Let's get to the Abbotsford, Abbotsford. win. Big yeah. win in Abbotsford. Cody Severson, shout out Cody Severson, uh, wrote the Farmies report last night, and it was very good. Yeah. I see he's talking about my Hyundai um, in there. Okay, <laughs> um, let's pull this up, Alex. Youth on the farm. I'll tell you what. I, 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 there was a really funny reply to one of my tweets. They're like, do the Canucks now have one of the best prospect pools in the <laughs> HL? And I'll tell you what. Jack Rathbone. So listen to this. Jack Rathbone, 23 years old. Vasily Podkolzin, 21 years old. Danila Klimovich, 19 years old. Archer Silas got the start, 21 years old. Vinny Arsenault scores. He's 30. Like, they got a whole bunch of good young players on this team right now. It's like, there, there's a couple of guys that I think should be in the NHL. But there, this is a very, this is a good time to watch the HL play. And I'm sure Cody appreciated this last night, like, watching that game. It, it was an entertaining game where these players, like, I, I forget, like, looking at the right side, um, all their right wingers in that game, I was like, okay, you got, like, Pod Colson, Lockwood, Carlson, Klimovich. Like, there's a guy on each line that you're like, hmm, I, I I should watch this shift. Like, sometimes when I'm, when I'm out in Abbotsford, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to pay a ton of attention to these bottom six lines because none of them have NHL players there. But, like, those four players that you're looking at, one on each line playing the right wing, good chance that, or at least a chance that they'll play in the NHL. Klimovich scored last night. Yeah, we'll get to that in the uh, prospects report in a okay. little bit here. Uh, yeah, you're right. The, the good three guys the down farm, there. I was, you know what? Archer Seelovs last night. <clears throat> Didn't have the the best game. Yeah, but he was fantastic late. No, but I uh, think maybe I Alex, think you can pull up the uh, the Abbotsford thing. My here. theory: Jack Rathbone with sleep on Coles and go down. Hear me out here. Yeah, the Canucks then blow a three goal lead. A multi goal lead gets blown as soon as so is Vasily Pod Coles and Jack Rathbone the problem the whole time. 
My column. Yeah, but then they scored three straight after that. It yeah, was, I, I tell you, yeah, six three eight, win, six three win save percentage for Seelaws. Yep, he uh, you know he stopped them on the power play though. Over mm. two for the Condors last night. True, on the power play. very true, very yeah. true. And Seelaws held them to nineteen shots. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Someone's gonna think I seriously just gave the goalie credit for shot suppression. You want to see the Klimovich goal? Should we get to that? Yeah, get to the Klimovich right, goal. Give us your a big uh, prospects, prospects report, report today, but uh, we'll get to the Klimovich goal. Blow me up, Alex. Pull it up here. Pull, pull me up, Alex. Full screen. Full screen. There it is. All right. Oh, yeah, I got to do it. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> there it is. Uh, okay, the Klimovich goal. Let's get to it. Um, so he comes down the wing. Nice. Like, good to see. I tell you, I think that was his best game of that I maybe have ever yeah. seen from Klimovich last night. Like, I, that might have been the best game I've seen from him. He was. You know, it, it just felt like he was locked in, and he was skating, he was creating, he was he was getting back on the forecheck a little bit harder. And then he scores a nice little goal where he, you know has the good little uh, dangle there. And I tell you, I was telling Alex before we started to get going here, I was playing the clip. What what are they doing on the broadcast here? Okay, what are they doing on the broadcast? They they show the goal, and then you can start to see Klimovich's celebration. And uh, here's the goalie. Who cares about the goalies? This is the problem that they uh, hockey is broken. They <laughs> everybody loves the goalies too much. So what did I do? I got you covered. I flipped it over. I got the I got the celebration because people want to see this. Look at this. Like this is way better. Yeah, let's zoom in on the goalie. No, look at this celebration. My clean. He's fired right up. Okay, good celebration. So down to one knee. Did you just fist pump? Boom! There it is. Where did Clean you get it. that video? Don't don't worry about it. I got people in Abbotsford. I talked to it all the time. It was these cameramen that you're oh, brutally that. criticizing that got you that video. No, I think the cameramen are doing a fine job. It's the people behind the scenes at HL TV. That's who I'm calling out. I I don't think you understand how. And a I got to see works. these people. I see them all the time. It's pretty shocking that you uh, don't quite understand how the broadcast works. Are you kidding me? I'm on this broadcast sometimes. <laughs> That's even more shocking. No, because I always yell. I said, bring it up. Pull it up. It's the same thing. Pull it up, Alex. You think I'm mean to Alex. You hear me on the, doing color in the AHL yelling at people. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Betway. Let's not, get yeah, to not it. a lot of prospect stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, what I, nobody else played it. But I'll, I'll be out in Abbotsford tonight. I'm going to go watch that. Game. There was a bad break there, Faber. The, the defenseman <laughs> stepped in front. Play that first angle back. I got to step step up. Oh, yeah. Alex is Mr. Mr. Broadcast <laughs> over here. Oh, wow. So what are you talking about, Alex? No, right there, Lavoie. Oh, not the not the director. Don't don't, <laughs> don't put it on the defense, and that's because they zoomed in on the goalie. <laughs> no, it's not. He's talking about when it flips. Okay, enough of this. That, We're they, done. Why go to that angle? Behind We're done. Lavoie, Great handheld angle of the celebration, and they were obviously holding a tight follow look for the revisit later, right? And it, it's all a bigger picture thing. Wow, just absolutely. I don't believe it. You know what, Alex? Cut to cut to Chris. He's bright red right now. I'm not just bright getting red. knowledge dropped on him. Oh my gosh, I have never seen this. The the turntables. I'll tell you. No, everybody's wrong here except for me. That's the problem. <laughs> Everybody else is wrong. Okay, you keep the camera on the goal score. They they, tell you, they got that back view. Yep. What do they do? They, they don't need to cut to that one. Okay. Um, the other hammer. What? So where's the other one then that comes right, from this right, celebration? Enough. Enough. They the, got, the podcast what, what listeners. What if he jumps into the glass and it's this great? Like, well, then right you got this one right here, Alex. The, the video. That's the one I got up here right now. This is what you need. He jumps in the boards. Boom! Right there. This cameraman knew what he was doing. What? They all probably looked at the goalies together. Are you Anyways. done? No, Are you I, done? I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, get to the Betway wrap up. Get us out of here. All right. Everyone else is wrong. It's not me. <laughs> you sound like a uh, owner of something. No. Um, 
All right, Betway, 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 Betway. Let's get to our Betway bets of the day over on Betway. Uh, Rasmus Dallin and Dylan Larkin both get three-plus shots. They're both averaging uh, over three-and-a-half shots per game, so I like this one at uh, plus 162. Uh, so you got the Sabres and the, the Red Wings tonight. Should be an interesting game. I think the Sabres, they also want to, like, uh, they got to get back on track. They just lost two games in a row as well, and the, that was after losing, like, something like seven games. Uh, they want to be better. They're not going to let this thing run out. I, so I got the Sabres to win uh, over 6.5 total goals, but also Dylan Larkin scoring. He's got uh, how many goals does Dylan Larkin have on the year? 21 game squads. Don't know. Don't, take a guess. Literally haven't looked. Have uh, let's say 13. No, he's got nine goals on the season. How That's many close. How many games has he gone without a goal? Dude, I don't know. Just take a guess. <laughs> Three. Brit, not bad. Two. He's uh he's gone two games without a goal. He's got nine on the season, so I, I got him scoring tonight. Plus seven hundred on that one. I, I feel pretty good about that one. Getting the Sabres ones. And I'll tell you quickly. Come back to this is the camera view you want right here. With look at this is this cameraman deserves a raise. That's a good cut right there. Okay. All right. You stay on the goal scorer. You get that one. You get the angle there. Boom. All right. Oh, that's the money shot right there. Okay. Go uh, check out our friends over at Betway. Must be nineteen plus. Please play responsibly we'll wrap it up there oh no 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 we got uh listener photo too oh great okay i, I have time for this yeah knucklehead we see him in, see him in the chat all the time from caramias wow caramias bc sent because remember i said yesterday on the show i said hey if you're uh listening to the show yeah listen to podcast uh take a photo of what you're looking at and this is beautiful is that Snow- frozen you see no that's the uh that's the ash nola creek which uh, I hear from Knucklehead is a good cool-off spot in the summer. That's sweet. I, I drove through that place, Karamios. Karamios. Yeah. You know what? So, and i got to give a shout-out. Knucklehead and his dad, they listen every day after work on their on their drive home from work, listen to the show. So thank you. But I, I swear, he tells me this in uh, in a DM today, but I, I swear Knucklehead's always in the YouTube. Have you ever thought right? there might be two Knuckleheads? Seems like a pretty no because name. Uh, no 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 I, I think you might be right I, I think, think it's just uh, the same one anyways yeah that's a beautiful shot uh, I hit it on the drive back from a oh, it's nice yeah yeah Karen okay uh, we'll wrap it up there for my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Alex Allard my name is Dave Quadrelli thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks conversation back to the Klimovich money shot. Thanks for listening to Canucks conversation delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.